Hey, you made it. Welcome to my basement. I am Lisa Dublin, a health and life coach, a speaker, and an author. And this is my podcast, Basement Chronicles. Well, actually, this is your podcast if you are a professional, an executive, or an A-type woman, or all of them. You are part of what I like to call P-Nation. I serve you by providing resources to help you to speak, to lead, and to live with confidence. Because you know what? Confidence is everything. So, are you ready? Let's go. Hey, P-Nation. How are you all doing? Today, I want to talk about envy. Yes, that green-eyed monster that makes you look at another person with a sinking feeling that you are not good enough, or worse, that you should have what they have, and because you don't, that person should fail. You know, sometimes envy manifests like you, secretly hoping that they don't make as much money, or that that person will fail at their event, or that something will happen to cut them down to size. Now, while I mightn't have gone as far as wishing bad for somebody else, I certainly have experienced envy, as in not wanting to be too close to somebody who's succeeding because it makes me feel small. The dictionary definition of envy is this, a feeling of discontent or covetousness with regard to another's advantages, success, possessions, etc., And while we're at it, let's also look at the difference between being envious and being jealous. Envy is the painful feeling of wanting what someone else has, like attributes or possessions. If you are jealous, however, you feel threatened, protective, or fearful of losing one's position or situation to someone else. But today, we're just going to deal with envy. Are you envious of anyone? A couple years ago, I became envious of a fellow writer friend. She was where I knew I should have been. We had risen through the ranks together from university, but our journeys had grossly diverged. While she had gone on to deepen her skill and increase her publications as a writer, I had gone the way of business first. Now, it's not like I haven't been doing stuff where literature is concerned, where my writing, my poetry is concerned. In fact, if you go to the show notes when we're done, you can click on my poetry channel and see some of the work that I have done over the years. But as far as I'm concerned, it is not enough. And back then, I have to admit, I reacted very badly. While my heart always swelled with pride when I saw her posts, when I saw her at writers' conferences, when she won big prizes or published yet another book, it was torture for me to be close to it. Have you ever been there? Like you're happy for somebody, but at the same time, it's a bit painful for you because it shows you up. That's exactly where I was. So I thought it best if I was happy for her from afar. It wouldn't hurt that much. And this is what I did. I muted my friend. I didn't unfollow her, but I sure muted her on social media. Can you imagine this? 
I muted a successful friend because I didn't know how to be happy for her without feeling small myself. I am not proud of this, but I know that many people feel the same way and have experienced exactly what I just confessed to. Here's what I do know. Knowing and acknowledging and totally accepting yourself unconditionally, what and all, is the first step to change. Now, this was years ago, and we're still friends, and my friend is none the wiser, okay? I'm the one who, over the years, has mellowed, repented, been forgiven by my Heavenly Father, and dealt with that sneaky monster in my heart. Because envy eats at you. Envy is covetousness that God asks us not to do. You shall not covet your neighbor's anything. It's a slap in the face of a God who has blessed you and can enable you to get what you think you should have. But you can't change what you don't first identify, examine, and become curious about. And so this is exactly how I dealt with this envy. I began to ask myself, why was this painful? What was coming up for me when I saw all her accolades? And it was this. The business of becoming a well-known, critically acclaimed writer is a lifelong process. And there was a part of me that believed I was running out of time. That if I had to go so far and so deeply into myself to pull out genius, and I had not even started... When would I succeed? There, that was the thought that had caused me to feel so flustered by my friend's success. I felt I was running out of time. Every time I saw her win, I was reminded of how much time I thought I had wasted. If you feel envious about anyone today, can I invite you to do this work on yourself for yourself? Get curious. Ask yourself why. What about this person's posts, updates, emails, voice, appearance, or life causes you distress or anger or sadness or longing? Take your time. It's just you and yourself. Don't be afraid to open that dusty chest and shake out those cobwebs. No one is here but you. So when I realized my thought and how it made me distressed, I went to work to do two things. First of all, I began to really celebrate all that I had accomplished in my life and business and education. Not as a means of comparing myself to her, but in a total womb-like love, totally surrounded by me, my things, my world. And I loved what I have created because I knew that I had made a choice for myself and my family. And so I went to work to accept my choice, embrace my choice, celebrate my choice to go into business instead of into writing. You guys, the minute I owned my stuff, I let go of the resentment and all of the coulda and shoulda. And I began to joyfully celebrate my friend as well. There was one more surprise waiting for me behind that curtain of self-exploration, y'all. 
The other part of envy is that irritation you feel when you see somebody doing great things. I felt an irritation that my friend had done the work towards becoming an acclaimed rider. Her head was definitely and clearly in the game. She was about all things literature, the teaching, the conferences, the readings, the workshops, the writer-in-residence stints, all of it. Me? I was into business plans, boardrooms, social media, websites, and more. The thing is, I wanted to be there just like her. Do you know how humbling it is to say that? I wanted to be her. I wanted what she had. But before, envy had kept me away from appreciating and following her hard work, her journey, her trajectory to what she had achieved. And that is what envy does. It makes you lose the opportunity for growth. When you envy people, you lose the opportunity to grow like they do. Because many times, the people we envy should be the people we should be emulating. But the thing is, we cut ourselves off from them because we cannot bear to look into their light. Listen, do this work for yourself. I was only able to make a plan to get into the business of writing when I dealt with those bad feelings within me. I had to let them go, and by God's grace, the envy gave way to joy, to liking, to raving about, to enjoying, and finally, to accepting my friend as my example, not my competition or my nemesis. The truth is, I can't compete with her anyway. She's way ahead of me with good reason. So where are we in this session? Where where are we? What are you thinking? What is resonating for you as I speak? I know this has been painfully brutal and honest, so now let's look ahead. You cannot become what you envy. You cannot become rich if you envy rich people. You cannot become beautiful if you envy beautiful people. You can't become fit if you envy fit people. Get curious about your emotions and sort them out like you would a drawer in your boudoir. You've got to get to work to get to the point of like, appreciation, of being a fan of. Then you have room inside you for learning that person's path to greatness. When you get to like, to appreciate and value another person's success, you are no longer green with envy. You become red hot with wholesome determination to accomplish your own success. You guys, this is the work of coaching. I'm really grateful for this industry of life coaching because it has helped me to be able to manage my mind. It has given me a self-help tool to be able to figure out my emotions, my problems, and to pursue my big dreams with a mind that is at peace. So if you are looking for a life coach who can help you to navigate life more confidently, book a call with me to find out how we can work together. This is the foundation of success. This is how you proceed and people wonder, my goodness, isn't she stressed? Doesn't she have problems? Yes, she does, but she's able to control and manage her mind.
So thank you so much for listening. I hope I helped you to kind of face yourself a little more today. And I hope it wasn't too painful. Thank you so much, P Nation, and see you next time on Basement Chronicles. Thank you so much for listening to Basement Chronicles today. Don't forget to like and share this podcast everywhere. And join me next week for another episode of Basement Chronicles. I am Lisa Dublin. Bye.